0: Thank you for joining us, America. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality. My daughter is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Jennifer is in Phoenix to start off this hour. Hi, Jennifer. How are you?
1: I am just wonderful. How are you today? Better than
0: we deserve. What's up in your world?
1: Exactly. Um, hi, Dave. I am calling because I had purchased a 2023 Kia Niro and had complete buyer's remote remorse after I got it. So I took it back, and I got a 2019. Now I'm regretting that, and I'm about ready to just sell it, give it back. I think it's too late to give it back, and just walk everywhere. <laughs> How do I get out of all this mess that I created?
2: I mean, is it is it realistic to walk everywhere, Jennifer, or are you just kind of being funny? I'm just kind of being funny. Yeah, okay, okay. But you're just <laughs> tired of the car remorse of all the decisions
1: you've been making. Exactly.
0: So how much do you owe on this car?
1: This new car,
0: 32000 Okay. And what's your household income? <clears throat>
1: Um, my household income is fifty-two thousand. Okay.
0: 52,000. Well, your buyer's remorse is logical because it was a bad decision. Mm hmm. So, um, I agree, but you're, you're past the point of being able to return it cause you've owned it for a while. Correct.
1: Correct. That okay. is correct. A couple weeks. Um, so you're, I'm not sure so you're going to be selling market. it and
0: likely taking a loss
1: likely and exactly. then you're going to
0: have to get something cheap that you can afford to drive do you have any money
1: um, cash no
0: okay do you have like a mutual fund that's not in retirement or do you have any money you can get your hands yeah. on no okay All right. what did you get rid of what were you driving before
1: um, something I should have never gotten rid of I had a 2017 is yeah, sold that i only owed twelve thousand
0: on yeah that was probably about right with the idea we were going to turn and get that paid off so you were about where, about where you needed to be so we need to move mm-hmm. back that direction and there's probably going to be some financial pain involved like you might lose a couple grand in this move back towards your old car right correct and you'll probably finance that into the deal and um when i do something stupid and uh Jennifer, I've done a lot of stupid stuff, a lot bigger than this. Okay. <laughs> uh I always just call okay. when I when it costs me money, I always just say, Dave's mm-hmm. paying stupid tax. So I think Jennifer's getting ready to pay some stupid tax.
1: Mm-hmm. I believe so. And
0: you got car fever and instead of taking a cold shower you bought a car
1: exactly Yeah. You,
0: know, you get it yeah well i've been there been there i've done it too i know what it feels like and that's that's what gives you that bad taste on the back of your tongue called regret right
1: Mm-hmm. exactly
0: so the the good news is um that you can fix this the bad news is it's going to hurt and the good news mm-hmm. is you will learn the lesson so thoroughly you will never do this crap again oh yes you've already had enough emotional pain to never do it again hadn't you
2: Oh
1: I have Yes yes You're absolutely right Yeah and
2: don't be hard On yourself Jennifer I mean I know It's frustrating And you're like Oh my gosh Mm -hmm. This is going to cost me Just like Dave was just saying But you know But but it's happened right And so don't be sitting here For months and months And months Just beating yourself up Over it either Give yourself some grace And learn from Mm -hmm. it Because that's the best I mean that's really The best thing that you can do Is to say okay I'm never going to make That mistake again But what you were saying Dave Though for her Mm -hmm. Today Mm -hmm. For her to go Yeah Sell it. Sell
0: it and move down to a ten thousand dollar car.
2: And take a loan out for the for the ten grand. You're gonna
0: lose you're gonna take out for the ten grand and you're probably gonna be two grand in the hole on this flip. Yeah. Flipping back out of this because you probably paid retail for it and you're probably not gonna get retail for it on the flip. So, um somewhere in there and that's the thing. So when I filed bankruptcy, Jennifer, I did a whole lot dumber things than you've done. I was twenty eight years old. Um Rachel's right. Um you don't wanna be too hard on yourself. But I, I do wanna separate two things there. I was not hard on myself. I never said, you're stupid.
2: The decision, though. But
0: I did do some stupid stuff.
2: Yes, yes. And
0: I wanted to be really hard on the stupid but decision.
2: Yep, to yep, Where I
0: never go back there again. But that's different than being hard on, you know, carrying around shame.
2: Right, right. Uh,
0: conviction is different than shame. Mm-hmm. Conviction is, I did a stupid thing. Shame is, I am stupid. And I am not personally stupid, but I have done some unbelievably stupid things in my life. I'm 62. I've had a lot of chances at it, you know, so there you go. All right, Brittany's with us in Birmingham. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the Ramsey Show.
3: Hi, how are you? Great. How can we help? Yeah, so um, I, my question is kind of more of a moral thing than a money thing. Um, so my husband is 25, and I'm 23. We've been married for just over a year, and we've recently kind of decided that we want to start seeing where every penny of our money goes. Um and both of our parents love you. We've grown up, you know, going to your classes and reading your books, so we know everything. Um and my mother-in-law decided that she wanted to offer us some advice, so we started to take some of her advice. And then one day she came to us and said, "I just want to go ahead and make your budget for you." And I immediately laughed this off and I thought, "This is crazy. Like I would not do that. I think she's joking." But my husband thought that it was a really good idea, and I I begged and pleaded with him to not let her do this, and so I finally got him to agree for us to work on our budget together alone, and I thought it would be for our eyes only. But in the middle of us writing down our paychecks, like our bills and things like that, he called his mom and asked her to come over, and she came over to our house. And looked at everything. Do you hear the helicopter was, blades? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she, she came over and she looked at everything. And I, on the way, while she was on the way after he hung up, I begged and pleaded with him to not let her come over. I cried. I was like, please don't do this. I wanted to do this together. And he told me that I was acting like a child and that it was ridiculous for me to be acting this way and it was perfectly okay for his mom to look at our budget. Who's the child? I'm like, oh my god.
0: Who's the child here? He's the mommy's boy. Jeez.
3: (laughs) Exactly. And I I said this and I told my parents and my parents were furious. They were like, what is he thinking? Um, And basically, she came over and looked at everything and he even let her take it home with her. And
0: do it herself. Okay, so Brittany, Brittany, you're 100% right. You're not crazy. You need to stop this from happening. This is a boundary violation. Helicopter mommy and mommy's boy need to learn the idea that the Bible says leave and cleave. You leave your parents and you cleave to your spouse. And that
2: includes you too, Brittany, instead of calling your parents. Yeah, don't call
0: your mommy and daddy. Yeah,
2: y'all you know? need a mm-hmm. yeah.
0: A marriage counselor and duct tape.
2: And it's okay involved, to ask right? for, yeah. no
0: absolutely not
2: ask for wisdom but do it yourself there you go <laughs> i think that's a fair we could yeah. wrap back on this because there's no yeah, well, let's just do it
0: let's come back on it this is the ramsey show Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top-rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone, and they even have low-cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or xander.com. Rachel Cruz, number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personalities, my co-host. We're talking with Brittany, 23 and 25 years old. Her mother-in-law inserted herself into their budgeting her process. Husband her husband her brought it in. Her husband, but her mother-in-law inserted herself, too, pretty aggressively um, into the budgeting process. Brittany doesn't think that's okay. We're kind of in agreement there. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, the, the both parents are... Uh, big fans, and I want to help this young couple, uh, some appropriately, some inappropriately. Is that about how far we got, Brittany? Yes. Okay. So where do we stand today?
3: Um, so she took the budget home with her, and basically a few days later, we both got a text message and a group chat with her. She had written everything out that we make and uh, said, this is what you say from this paycheck and blah, 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 and I texted her very nicely and said we will decide what we do with our money um and she didn't like that my husband didn't like that he thought that I was being rude to her um i have suggested marriage counseling i have suggested going to counseling and he does not um he does not believe in that he doesn't think that that stuff works he refuses to go um so that's not really an option i am just calling to get some advice to see um, If I'm crazy for thinking that This is completely wrong And um, my parents also agree with me They think that it's absolutely insane And um, yeah, so I'm just calling for advice To see what you have to say
2: So when it comes to relationships, Brittany And money, what we always find Is usually it has to do with There's the problems and the issues going on Within the relationship It's not about the budget It's about that your husband Didn't listen to you your husband didn't respect your opinion, shooed you off like you were a child, and kept bulldozing his way through. Right? That that mm-hmm. the, that that to me, yes. Your mother-in-law doing the budget, all of that. That is that's an issue. But for me, as if I were you, sitting in your position, that's the issue that I that makes mm-hmm. me. My feelings are hurt. You know? Sure. Well, yeah, you weren't listened to. So, um, but let's
0: let's make sure that you. What Rachel's saying, you're getting this. Your feelings don't need to be hurt at your mother-in-law. They need to be hurt at your husband.
2: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. He's the problem.
0: She's the symptom.
2: That's right. Yeah. So so Brittany, what, I mean, would I I if I were you guys, you've been married less than right right out a year, less than a year. Yes, just yeah. over a year. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would find people in his life that you guys. Have A really great relationship with And I don't know if that's friends It doesn't need to be family uh, I don't know if that's friends I don't know if there's like a mentor Or someone that he really looks up to But I would I, You need someone else Speaking into this Versus us sitting here in Nashville You know we can We can give you our advice But really to have people walk with you Because he needs to get to a point of humility uh, To be able to to, to to say that therapy's not wrong And I know some people have like this weird thing about it But to go to to marriage counseling, uh, but to hear other people speak into his life, because I'm scared that it's like he's so tunnel visioned into what he wants to do, including bringing his mom into the situations that that you're you're not being heard within your marriage. Mm -hmm. And so and I want to make sure you're communicating it well, too. Right. That you're not, you know,
0: Yeah, I don't think you need to text her about this again. I think you need to bust him.
3: Yes, and I've tried to have that conversation. No, no, no. no,
0: You just blew it off. There is no excuse for you to go after her again. She's not the problem. She's the symptom. I want you to direct all of your force into your marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. Because that's where all of this is.
3: I have, and all I'm met with is you're acting like a child, you're being ridiculous, you're being rude.
0: Yeah, I, I I heard you say that. But my point is that doesn't then, then you turn left and go text her, uh, which kind of verified what he was saying. And so instead of going at him, cause, uh, this guy's relationship with his mom is about three notches too far over the edge. Okay. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. Anybody listening is going, this is a problem. He's a got a mama's boy syndrome. And uh, everybody listening is going, yeah, that's kind of obvious, you know. Everybody but him and his mom. And so the good news is, is this this young boy has a chance to grow up and be a man now, and be a husband, and uh, he's got an opportunity to step into manhood. And the part of that is uh, loving and respecting your mother as an adult at a bit of a distance.
2: That's right.
0: And um, with reasonable boundaries. And uh, and
2: listening to your wife. Hello. And at least like yeah. I don't know. That, so, that's, my, yeah. that's my problem with this and whole conversation. And you need to quit running to your
0: mom and dad. Y'all, y'all are both acting like you're children, okay? You, the two of you need to take this inside the, your house, inside your four walls, and jump on the fact that your relationship is busted and his respect for you, your all's ability to communicate, your all's ability to problem solve without bringing in outside forces called in-laws is, is limited, and you need some new tools to work on that. So, yeah. Do you guys attend a good church by chance?
3: Um, we don't at the moment. I work on Sundays, um, and he works, he's on call, he's a lineman. So
0: you don't have Um, a good, uh, uh, pastor's connection that you could use to just sit down with a pastor?
3: Um, not at the moment.
0: Okay. That's fair. All right. Then you do just need to get a hold of a good marriage counselor, um, or call a good local pastor there in Birmingham and just see if they'll meet with you. But, um, uh, you know, no, uh, You are not being childish. No, you're not being unreasonable to not want her in there. Possibly some of your reactions to the whole situation once you lost it were childish. I don't know about that. But, um, you know, this is a relationship question. It is not a budget question. This is a boundary violation. If Sharon Ramsey inserted herself into Rachel and Winston's situation. Or
2: Daniel, it would be her son. That would
0: be the same thing. In the Daniel situation, uh, Daniel would not allow that. Allison would not allow that, um, and I would not allow her to do that. Um, so, I mean, there'd be a lot of not allowing here. It's called boundaries. And, yes, um, but
2: for young... Let's go on and the, I'm
0: the... I'm the guy that teaches America how to do a budget, by the way, and I haven't ever done a budget for any of my grown married children ever And once. I
2: remember coming up to the house, Winston and I were probably married about two years, and there was a money thing. I can't remember what it was. It was like, we had, a, we had some money, and it was like, should we invest it here? Should we say put it in a... Like, we were... It was a pretty basic question... And you wouldn't answer it. You're like, "Well, what do you guys think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?" I'm like, "I don't know what to think. That's why I'm asking you." Should have called into
4: the show, Rachel.
2: I should have called into the show. I would have gotten the answer. I know. But but for real though, there's a there's a balance in overbearing. But then young couples listening to have wisdom speak into your life.
0: Yeah, she apparently is good at doing a budget. It would have been nice to have her input if it wasn't controlling.
2: Exactly. But
0: you can't ask this woman for anything because she doesn't know when to stop.
2: I know. She's I know. like that
0: bulldog I had. But it I, never went to, knew when to stop eating, so it'd get fat.
2: Okay, <laughs> I had so to just
0: cut the food off. I'm
2: thinking about all the young couples, though, listening, and they've been married for a year, year, you know, year and a half, and they don't know. Maybe they they have questions about their money, and maybe their parents are really great at money. How, what what is the appropriate? I think
0: you can ask for help with that, uh, and ask for input on anything. If from your both parents. are good. If you're both good with that, number one. But number two, if the person you're asking has reasonable boundaries and is not going to artificially insert themselves over the line into the situation. Okay. Now, one of the reasons you got the answer you and Winston got was uh, you're asking me. But also you're asking me in the sense that you, you, you understand your husband has married into this family at that time. This is what's going through my head when you're asking me this question that is uh, bigger than life that takes up all the air in the room and that everywhere we go, it's all about Dave and it'd be nice for something to be about Winston. And so I'm like, no, I'm not getting in this. If it had been a normal situation, I would have answered the question as your dad but because we're not normal we're weird you know i gotta give i gotta give winston some space Mm -hmm. and that's why i push back on y'all i'm like y'all go figure it out you kind of know the answer and he already knew the answer probably but i didn't want him thinking that he was in my shadow he's the son-in-law
2: right right you know
0: and because i got a big old shadow you know and so i gotta be careful with that and it's just you got to really work this stuff in your head relationally because it it man it's gets all screwed up fast it
2: does it's it's sticky Sticky, sticky, Sticky. Thanks, Brittany, for calling. Good luck.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Work on it, kiddo. Work on your marriage and your husband, not your mother-in-law. This is The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey Personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today. This is the Ramsey Show. Rachel and I and all the Ramsey personalities just returned from being gone off and on through the month of November to different cities from Sacramento to uh, Minneapolis to uh, San Antonio, and I'm leaving out Phoenix. Uh, we've been all over the place. And so uh, this last weekend we were in San Antonio the week before we were in Minneapolis. While I was in Minneapolis, um, uh, a guy came up to me during the, one of the picture lines. We're doing pictures and signing books with people and all this stuff. Handed me this, and he said, "Can you?" he's a high school teacher teaching our high school curriculum. Can you give our high school uh, class a shout-out? Oh. So here we go. Community Christian School, Wilmer, Minnesota, Mr. Nelson's class. Oh. Consider yourself shouted out.
2: Mr. Nelson.
0: Mr. Nelson. Look at
2: you keeping a sheet look of paper around. Carry
0: it in my pocket. I'm impressed. Since min- since Minneapolis. So there you and go. And then
2: look who else is from Minneapolis. Well, I told him
0: I would do it. So I did it. And uh, we got it. we're blessed. We have about 48% of the high schools in America teach our high school curriculum now. And Mr. Nelson and Wilmer... Minnesota is one of them so there you go on the debt-free stage with future weird people t-shirts on I love it Dane and Amanda are with us oh also from
5: Minneapolis that's why I said (laughs) look at that did you graduate
0: from Mr. Nelson's
5: class
0: no No. (laughs) not quite not quite no welcome guys good to have y'all thank
5: you how much debt
0: have you paid off
5: Two hundred and fifty four thousand dollars. Nice. How
0: long does this take?
5: Three years. Three
0: years. Wow. And your range of
4: income?
5: One ninety to two seventy.
4: OK. What do you guys do for a living?
5: I am a technology recruiter with General Mills.
4: Mm hmm. And I'm a pharmacist with the VA in Minneapolis. OK. A technology critter.
5: Oh, c- recruiter! Sorry, recruiter. I thought, I thought I've got We're some technology critters days. in the building,
0: but we've never oh given, them that, we've oh never given them that title. We've never given them that title. I've got several, as a matter of fact.
2: Recruiter.
0: <laughs> I got some of those too.
2: Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, so it says future weird people. So that means two hundred and fifty-four thousand, and a lot of that was student loans. Correct. Not the house. Whoa. Correct. Wow, big dogs. Tell yes. us, t- tell us the breakdown. What kind of debt was this?
5: It was credit cards, a small portion, my student loans, and then his student loans was the bulk of it, and Most a little of bit of IRS.
0: Oh, pharmacy school. Mm-hmm. Big ding, ding, mm-hmm. ding, 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 yes. ding, ding. Yes. You got it. And
5: IRS. Just like a little bit of tax. It was like the cash flow during the debt. You know, you get your bills. So oh, okay. Kind of threw in right. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. So how long y'all been married? Six years. Six years. Yeah. So halfway in the marriage,
4: you looked up and went.
0: There's a lot of Sally Mae in my life. Yes.
4: yes. Uh, <laughs> tell us the story, what happened? Well, we both kind of had uh, separate, I've had at moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was, uh, we just bought a new house, we had one toddler at home, another one on the way, um, and I just got into my big kid pharmacist job, and we just kept running, we had more month than we had money, and so we'd go into the, the credit card, we'd swipe the credit card, um, and this was this endless cycle of trying to pay off the credit card, um, and with the second one on the way, it was just it was just scary, uh, not knowing where our money was going. Uh, and then for Amanda, uh, summer 2019, we had a an opportunity to buy a, potentially buy a, a lake lot next to her parents' uh, cabin on the lake. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sitting in the boat on the lake talking, and we looked and did the math, and we're like, we're almost three quarters of a million dollar in debt between our house and our student loans, and this would put us close to a million and that was a really scary thought so um our friends Mikey and Caitlin actually ended up posting on on Facebook about their journey we had never heard your your name before then um and they posted and Amanda reached out to them and they came over and walked us through it and that was where we started wow okay so the you went three quarters of a million lake lot no go
5: correct, no go. correct. Wow. my parents were really supportive and said like this cabin is basically yours as well so my brother bought the next lot instead ah! <laughs> so we still got big family yeah, area there. yeah. worked out good mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: good. Good. Yeah. wow and now you're free three years later mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah
2: okay, okay so, you're, so three years ago when you sit down with that couple and you guys are running the numbers and you're thinking we're gonna do this
5: mm-hmm.
2: was the journey harder was it easier was it what you expected walk me through the last three years
5: it was a lot harder than we thought. Um, Dave and this whole show really supported us. Um, we thought, oh, just my loans and our credit card, like the PSLF will pay off Dane's debt, like, haha. And then <laughs> a year in after that, we were like, okay it's one percent less than that of people getting it paid off like we 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 have to do it like you went to school we're going to pay off your debt and um so really the last like two years we're paying off his debt and we had another baby um we were in weddings we said no to a lot of things that were extra Mm -hmm. um yeah on the photo right there too we'll talk about our biggest cheerleader his sister um but when COVID hit too as a pharmacist I mean, he picked up that overtime and I was home with the kids and it was really stressful and hard on our marriage, him being gone and working so much, but it was still a thank you for helping everybody and helping our family ultimately, like coming home, knowing, okay, that extra overtime is going to get us faster and faster. So pick up those shifts, like, fine, we cannot do things and I'll stay home with the kids and find something to do. Mm. Um, but it was really hard. And now that it's like, oh, I don't have to pick it up. And he got promoted in the meantime, I got promoted, like our salary, my salary doubled during our wow. journey. So it was really awesome. And we've had a lot of support.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Congratulations! Thank you. Thank you. Proud of y'all. Thank you. So his sister was one of the big cheerleaders. The yes. people, the people you knew met from Facebook were big cheerleaders. Yes. Yes. They had to yep. be. Something good can come of
4: Facebook. We
5: just yeah. right. <laughs> right, right.
4: One of the few things.
0: Yeah.
5: <laughs> Who knew? I know. And we actually just last week saw all of you, and we went with Caitlin and Mikey. So it was yep. just a really like. Oh, y'all so in San right Oh, you are in Minneapolis. We were in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. With, well, that's okay. Caitlin and Mikey on the video right there. Yeah. And it was like a really emotional, like, full circle. Like, we submitted our payment. It went through, like, within those last couple of days. So it was just oh, my like, gosh. holy crap. Like, this is real. <laughs>
0: yeah, we would have got you with somebody and done a debt-free scream in the hallway if we'd have known it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good for y'all. Well done. Very well done. Okay. What do you tell people
4: the secret to getting out of debt is? Communication, 100%. I mean, it changed our it changed our marriage, communicating about the money. Um, and then obviously the budget. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're always talking about the budget, even spending an extra $20 here or there. It's like, hey, can we do this? Should we do this? Um, and it's been huge for us.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much, we like feel really weird when couples say like, "I'm going to put it on my card so my husband doesn't see it" or that. I was like, "I ask him if I can spend five dollars at Starbucks." Like, <laughs> I don't get it. It's and like, he asks you.
2: Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, like, we talk just, about yeah, it it's because it's that's a lot yeah. of people's. You yes. know, that's all. That's a friction point mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Is they're like, "I still want this level of independence," but you guys are saying we went all in together, Correct. working as a team, mm-hmm. and and it helped our marriage. Right, yeah. the communication so about so. money, yep. and so that's just encouragement to couples out there that think, "Oh, we." There's like the sense of security that people have to, to separate it. Yes. But when you come together and actually lock arms, it's mm-hmm. amazing what it can do. Yeah, it's, it's been so powerful. freeing. Mm.
0: If you don't have that communication, and you're working bazillion hours of overtime, and she's stuck home with the kids, and COVID, you afraid you're going to die from COVID all in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and all that, you'd be going into orbit. Mm-hmm. It was already tough with communication,
5: yeah, hard yeah. on
0: your marriage. You're yeah. saying, you know, it was a tough time. Yeah, the only way you get through that is this increase. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to walk it out. We're going to walk mm-hmm. it out. And uh, you guys are impressive. Well Thank done. You. Thank you. That's a great job. Well you. done. Couple of studs. Well done. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Good. We got a copy. of uh, We got the Live and Give bundle for you. A copy of Total Money Makeover to give to a friend. Um, Maybe jump on Facebook and find somebody to give it to. (laughs) Oh, we Uh, will. Baby Steps Millionaires, that's the next chapter in your story for sure. Our latest number one bestseller and a uh, one-year membership to Financial Peace University. Use or give any of that. Uh, It's all there for you guys just to say we're proud of you, and thanks for making a trip all the way to Nashville from Minneapolis to do a debt-free
4: scream. Thank you so much.
0: Dane and Amanda, Minneapolis, $254,000 paid off. That includes pharmacy school. Did it in three years, making 190 to 270 right in the middle of a pandemic? <laughs> Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free
5: scream. Three, two, one. We're, We're debt-free! The-
0: yeah! Whoop, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop! That's how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. Wow! Don't tell me you can't do it if you went to pharmacy school. No whining. Dane and Amanda just did a mic drop on your idea. This is the Ramsey Show. Couldn't tell, debt-free screams are a big deal around here. Folks who stand on this stage are heroes. They chose to live like no one else, and now they get to live and give like no one else. That's why we've started giving everyone who does their debt-free scream uh, the live-and-give box. You just heard me talking about it. It's the toolkit to walk out this whole baby steps journey and live and give like no one else the rest of your life. And now it's not just for debt-free screamers. We're offering the live-and-give box to all of you. You get a copy of the Total Money Makeover, an entire year of Financial Peace University, and the Baby Steps Millionaires, all for just $99. Now, Financial Peace University is $99. So basically, you're getting the two books free if you want to look at it that way. If you're brand new to the Baby Steps, these tools, the tools in this box, will help you get out of debt and build wealth. Or if you're debt free and you're on your way to being a Baby Steps Millionaire, this is how you can split the box up and live and give and make it into three different gifts if you want to. It's a good deal. So to get the Live and Give box, go to RamseySolutions.com slash box, RamseySolutions.com slash box. Our question of the day comes from Blinds.com. Find out for yourself why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal.
2: Today's question comes from Casey in Arizona. This is going to sound so silly. How strict would you get with this with this debt payoff? We are $20,000 in debt with cars. We recently got married. I am now pregnant. And my husband refuses to buy me any soup. He wants us living off rice and chicken. I'm puking all day. Can't keep food down. And I asked <laughs> this is him real. for soup yesterday.
0: This is real.
2: He makes very good money. So, so one can of soup wouldn't hurt, but he's also dead set on not eating or buying anything other than essentials. We're literally fighting over it. Thanks. A pregnant wife craving soup. Is that real, y'all? Oh, my gosh. See, these this is the problem with our job save <laughs> that we've created. It means we
0: will have a job that forever. That we've created
1: him.
2: Him. Oh, no. Casey, yes. No, go we did not souped. create him.
0: We never told someone to do no. that, ever. <laughs> If you mean, when we say live on beans and rice, rice and beans, if you think we mean that literally, I mean, you really need to go back to school. It's a metaphor for sacrifice, sacrificial living. The deeper you sacrifice, the faster you get out. The chances when we were dead dog broke in bankruptcy court and my wife is carrying Rachel during that moment, Rachel was born the year we filed bankruptcy, the chances of me telling Sharon Ramsey she ain't going to have any soup is about zero. Okay, I would have woke up dead.
2: (laughs) Wouldn't have woke it up.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't have woke up at all. I'm telling you, duct tape to the bed and her standing over me with a baseball bat. It wouldn't have, man, this would not have worked, right? We are not going to do this. So, come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) I mean, really. Goodness gracious, now coughing. Well, Uh, I
2: just remember how sick I was. You were sick. Pregnant, and like, that's so terrible. Casey... Go get soup. Go spend $10 and get you 10 cans of soup.
0: Tell Mr. Pharisee to lighten up a notch. Goodness
2: gracious.
0: (laughs) Okay. No, we're not buying a new car. We're buying a can of soup. Jeez. I don't
2: know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know. know. We're
2: both spenders that hard, so we don't...
0: I've had people call and say, "Well, I'm in my my husband made me get in a dumpster and get something out of the dumpster because you said I never said that ever, <laughs> never one time did I tell a man to send his wife to the dumpster <laughs> to get stuff out, never once." But I've actually had that call one time. Oh my gosh, these people take stuff. Listen, you, I get it that you got the point, but you missed the point. Okay, there's a concept here, not a detail. Yeah. And so it's. Um, I think it was why Jesus was frustrated with the Pharisees, right? Oh yeah. You got the concept, but you got all caught up in the details.
2: And you went really you know, far
0: over. Way over the line Come down back. the hole, the rabbit Poor
2: hole. Poor Casey in Arizona. If I had your address, Casey, I would ship you <laughs> <laughs> a pallet of soup. A pallet. Yep. Just show it for the a rest of your pregnancy. Pallet. Costco, uh-huh. Costco,
0: here we go. Direct direct to Casey's yard. Uh Let's let's do a f let's do a go fund me for Casey's soup. No, no, she doesn't need that. She needs to um, well, she's got it. She's got what she needs now. So um It's kind of low class to just yell at the top of your lungs, I told you so, isn't
2: it? Well, it's one of your favorite pastimes, so <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs>
0: um Yeah, because I got so much crap from the Bitcoin Bitcoin bros and as george says the bitcoin bros are they're pretty much like mary kay. It's, bitcoin's pretty much like mary kay for young men. You know, that's what george says and he's pretty much right because they don't they can't listen to anything. Their brains are turned off if you're not going to do their thing. Oh right? yeah. And, we got and, hit and, on
2: with crypto oh stuff. Oh,
0: God, man. We got just every time I said don't do crypto, I'm an idiot. I'm a boomer. I'm out of touch. I don't understand. And, Dave, I would think you don't like regulation. I would think you don't like, I would think you like, listen, I don't like over regulation when it comes to my money. I do like a wee bit. And right now, aren't you wishing you had a wee bit of regulation with uh, FTX's Sam Bankman Fried? I mean, there's, a, there's right there in the name is a clue, right? Collapse compared to Freed, I, <laughs> I know. I know. I can't resist, though. <laughs> I just. Uh, uh, the collapse is compared to Enron or Madoff. FTX's failure likened to Enron's scandal or, scandal or Bertie Madoff's Ponzi scheme. Uh, this from Fox Business. The collapse of cryptocurrency exchange FTX amid reports that at least $1 billion in client funds disappeared.
2: Oh, my gosh. Where are the
0: regulators? Well, it's not regulated, which some of you were so proud of. Impacting potentially around a million customers Mm. has prompted comparisons to some of the most notorious financial scandals in decades, yet the magnitude of customers impacted is even larger. FTX, which at its peak was the third largest cryptocurrency exchange, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on Friday. Told you so. And the company confirmed over the weekend that millions of dollars worth of assets were run- unaccounted for. Told you so. The company's founder, Sam bankman fried uh, faces allegations that he secretly transferred, that's called stealing, up to $10 billion from FTX to oh. Amelda Amal, Amal, Research, Amida Research, Almeda, his hedge fund that also filed for bankruptcy. And oh, the company yeah. is facing a criminal probe in the Bahamas. i mean if you can get the bahamians upset enough about you that they go after you because they're pretty laid-back bunch i'm just (laughs) saying you get them pissed off you have really stepped in it wow
2: man he did some like deep 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 like off
0: of the chain
2: and is it man yeah and it's just greed i mean like that's like to the deepest deepest core
0: oh this is this is no, this is just thievery.
2: Well, yeah. Yes, I know. But but, but motivation of it, it's like, yeah. same. But
0: anybody that doesn't get it, I mean, it's the third largest Bitcoin exchange, Dave. I mean, come on. At what point, Boomer, aren't you going to wake up to this new and shiny, wonderful thing? You you don't know what you're talking about. Tell people to stay away from this. Use. I've already made. Where's your money now? Ugh mr fried took it
2: it is funny though because crypto it was that it was a hot topic even
0: it's a hot topic today i know but it, <laughs> it's but all over it's the like, news for the last 48 hours it's nowhere near the biggest, this though. may be the biggest fraud and theft in human history
2: i mean if it's bigger it than madoff be. i mean
0: if it's bigger than madoff and it's bigger what than madoffs
2: so you know the numbers there
0: uh no it was 68 million or 68 billion or something this is this is this is they're saying this is going to be larger Yeah, yeah, it's um, Madoff was huge, though. It was massive, but um, it's straight up thievery and um,
2: and those millions of people that lost their money.
0: Zippo. Well, sad, sad. I lost my money. I was stupid, too.
2: (laughs) 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 Told you so. Told
0: you so. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Oh, I'm so I hate that you lost money, guys, but I did tell you not to do this stuff. Okay, I told you. Well, I'm, I'm just put a little bit in because I want to be a little bit of cool. I just got a little bit in because I'm a little bit cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I got a friend some a multi-millionaire, and he goes, Dave, I know, but I put $10,000 in. I'm like, dude, you could lose that on the crap table in 30 seconds and not miss it. I know. That's why I did it. And I said, now you're going to lose it on that, and then you're going to act like you were cool. See, it's just, yeah. I just hate the spirit around this stuff mm-hmm. and what it does to people because they get sucked into it, and then they get their heads taken off. And um, this guy so man. slow and
2: steady wins the race predictable investments that's the that's the moral of the story
0: there you go be the tortoise don't be the uh, FTX hair <laughs> this is the Ramsey show
2: it's Rachel Cruz, co-host on The Ramsey Show. If you want to do your debt-free scream live on the show, visit RamseySolutions.com slash DebtFreeScream. We'd love for you to come to Nashville and tell Dave your story. That's RamseySolutions.com free DebtFreeScream.
3: Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this
4: episode. Thanks for listening.